show how busy he was. His hair, pale and already thinning, framed a face that could have been sculpted for margarine. It melted downward, dripping a tiny pinched nose that almost touched the upper lip of a mouth made of rubbery fat, as uneven as a discount store gift bow. The bow had been tied over a dimpled chin that looked as if it puckered easily in a thick, soft neck. It was hot in the room, just as it was everywhere else in L.A., and sweat gleamed on Willick's forehead like congealed cholesterol. It wasn't hot enough, though, to melt the sliver of chill that had bisected the center of my back ever since I'd opened the letter. What girl? Hammond's eyes on this hungover afternoon were an interesting two-tone scheme, brown and red. We're all over the news, I said. Al, that's why the lunatic wrote me, if it really is the lunatic, because of who the press is pleased to call the beautiful heiress, the newly orphaned Miss Winston. The name registered as it should have. The lady in question was no slouch at breaking print. Her father, Hammond said grudgingly, or something like that. Something exactly like that. Hammond grunted. He had a vast repertoire of grunts, an Esperanto of grunts that were equally understandable in Los Angeles, on Red Square, and in Jakarta, Indonesia. Willick unwisely attempted a matching grunt, part of his cop training. Nettled, Hammond impaled him with a red-rimmed glance and repeated, Winston. He was circling in on it, in his own fashion. Annabelle Winston, I said. Her father got burned like a pile of autumn leaves right here in L.A. early Thursday morning. Hey! Willick said, looking up from his notes as the penny dropped. The crisper! At least someone on the force was interested. Just right, Hammond said shortly. The crisper, I agreed. The guy who spent the last couple of months torching the folks who made Skid Row so colorful. Three months, Hammond corrected me to show that he was on the ball. This note was from him? Willick asked, alertly if unwisely. His raised eyebrows were engaged in a battle for territory with his hairline. They'd have won if his hairline hadn't been in such hasty retreat. Is your pen out of ink? said Hammond, curling his upper lip nastily. Hammond's upper lip got a lot of use. Want a pencil? Sorry, Loot, Willick said, redirecting his attention to his pad and pretending to write something. Lieutenant, Hammond corrected him. Look, Loot, I said. This is Sunday. Jesus, Hammond said, slamming a hand over his heart with a thump that sounded like Dumbo landing. Glad I'm sitting down. Look, work out a signal, will you? Wave a hand or something next time you're going to drop a bombshell. He had to deliver it himself, I said. Hammond's expression didn't change. He still looked sour. He had to put it into my mailbox. Hammond gave me a heavy nod. Must be why she hired you he said, brains like that. Wish we had that kind of intellect on the force. You've been to my house, Al. Willick's eyes widened. He started to take a note, but Hammond grabbed his hand. Hammond didn't want her personal relationship on the record. How many houses are there on my street? Five, I answered myself, since Hammond didn't look like he wanted to play. And it's a dead end. Yeah, 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 Hammond said, anticipating me. What I'm suggesting, I began, I said, yeah, Hammond said gruffly. I wanted the idea to find its way into Willick's notebook, so I plowed on. I just thought maybe it would have occurred to the LAPD to check with my neighbors, see if they saw a car they didn't recognize. One of them might even have seen the driver. 
Of course, this suggestion is made in all humility, from one with no experience of the inside workings of a great police force. Hammond gave me a silent movie squint that said, Don't push it. He hated it when I got ahead of him. Add that to a hangover that would have felled a twenty-mule team, and he was operating under a lot of disadvantages. We're doing it, he said, accompanying the words with a curt little gesture that told Willock to write. If they weren't doing it already, they soon would be. I figured you were, I said to pacify him. Winston, Hammond growled, giving me what was for him a gentle prompt. I'm not exactly at my best, you know. Indeed, he wasn't. He'd been royally blistered the night before, which was the last time I'd seen him, and I hadn't been notably abstemious myself. Abraham Winston, I said charitably, even though Hammond's headache was no worse than mine.